You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Podcasting from beautiful East Tennessee and brought to you by BRV Studios, this is Have You Heard, our show that brings up random news and crazy events and a lot of other topics you've probably never heard of. For instance, have you heard of the lady who got killed by a pack of wiener dogs? What about the new law in Kansas that forbids police from having sex with you? Or the big cake mistake in Publix? We cover this and a whole lot more. Here is episode 46 in the Big Red Van. Here we are, everybody. It's been a while, but we're back. Episode 46HYH. 46. And uh, I'm back from the beach, so you know I'm rested and ready to go. Tanned like a Very Sa- tanned. Saudi Arabian prince Oppos- over here. Opposite of me. Very much. My gingivitis is strong. <laughs> is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah, it's the gingivitis. You're going to the beach soon, though, right? Well, I'm not going to the beach... I am going on a vacation. Oh, okay. But uh, not to the beach. I'm going to have some water park fun and then also like Jamestown, uh, Williamsburg, like old history. Nice. Uh, touring. A very Hayden vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Love it. Well, it's grandparents are doing the Harding's grandparents, that is, are doing water park fun. And so they're like, you guys can come stay in our room and well, go to the water park with us. And we're like, all right. And so it's one of those like indoor water parks, you know, yeah. like, uh, like what's it called? Wilderness. Wilderness down the Smokies. Here in, yeah, yeah. Down here in Pigeon Forge. For sure. But it's one of those kinds of places. So it's going to be balling. That's free. We're going to just stay there with them for free. But then we're going to go um, for a couple nights and go hop over to Williamsburg and Jamestown and all that and do a little touring since we're in the area. That's awesome. That would be you're definitely tickling my nerd bones for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the month, I am going to the Bahamas. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't go to the Bahamas. We actually just got out of the area where uh, Tropical Storm Alberto oh, yeah. like made landfall. And you were like literally <clears throat> driving and it's the clouds are in your rearview mirror. Almost. Yeah, the way <laughs> the way it was, it was two days afterwards. But we uh the last two days we were there, they had the red flags up in the ocean. It wasn't double reds, but it was the red where it was the high surf and high riptide mm-hmm. risk and all that. So they, they'd let you put your feet in the water, but if you got waist deep they'd start whistling at my you. brother-in-law brought his kids out there and they were out there for 30 seconds and his kids are much older than mine and he was just like nope we're, we're not doing it so yeah. mine didn't even get in you mm-hmm. know but it was fun speaking of getting in the water uh best probably proudest daddy moment so far of my life you know five years in and my kids are still alive and they're healthy <laughs> so i feel like i've done okay honestly you know, real talk that first like two months of their life terrifying terrifying where they can like <laughs> die in their sleep yeah you the- know where they just sudden stop infant breathing. death syndrome. Oh my yeah. god, Sids! Just just knowing that that's a thing. I know. Just it's eats horrifying. away at you as a young parent. But so taught, all you people thinking about having kids, don't think about that. Taught Macy how to swim. Nice on vacation, dude. She, when we were driving down there, she and for those who might not know, my daughter's she just turned five this year, and she was terrified of getting in the water without her floaties on. So we're talking about it, and I'm trying to like ease her mind about this, that it's not a big deal. Swimming is like the most awesome thing ever. Oh, yeah. Jumping in, diving every, in the every water. Every birthday growing up, 
pool party. Underwater is just, it's better underwater than it is not underwater. You know, oh, of course. So, she was just deathly afraid of it. I got her convinced somehow with these little torpedo things that you throw in the water. That are, oh, yeah. Those things are fun. They're incredible. They dart. And if you get those big ones that are like a submarine ship, mm-hmm. they just... Yeah, it's, so, it's weird physics. And it got Macy's attention peaked, and she started, like, reaching in the water. And I was like, all right, look, I'm going to be right here. We're taking these off, and you're going to start to just do it. I'll put these goggles on you. It's oh, the trick. goggles is the trick. Oh, yeah. The goggles that you cover the nose. Yeah, when you don't have to control the nose and the mouth. Yes. You're done. That's what... That, when I was a kid, that was all it took. You it put erases the fear. It 100%. And now, I mean, she went from deathly afraid of getting in the water without her floaties on to now diving for quarters. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it was incredible. She was like a little fish, and all she wanted to do was just jump in head first and show me how she could do that. Oh, so, yeah. It was cool. It was really awesome. But anyway, I have a list. It's Two Man Van tonight. You ready to go? Oh, yeah. Let's bring it to him. Everybody, have you heard? All right. So, Mr. Jacob Kosininski. Yeah. I'm going to hopefully I say that right. But he, uh, he had just turned 18 years old, graduated high school at the top of his class, and was headed North Carolina Wingate University at a full scholarship go this dude. So his sister ordered a cake for him through Publix. Um, request- Publix has a badass bakery, by the way. Oh, yeah. This was a... Smart, good choice. Expensive cake, as I'll later reveal. But yeah. requesting that it include the message, summa cum laude. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, what, is, course, what does that mean? At the top of your class, right? Yeah, basically. But uh, it's to signal the highest honors that Jacob has, sure. has received. That's She was trying to make a fun cake that celebrated, right? So, summa cum laude. In the right way. I think it's summa cum laude, right? Okay, however you want to say it. All right. Is that I don't not how speak, it's said? I don't know. I don't speak Latin. No okay. one speaks Latin. Go ahead. But there was a problem. The public's algorithm apparently deemed the, the middle word in there, which means with in Latin, as a totally different word. Sure. Automa- it a, automatic- a more urban dictionary definition. Right. And sure. so it automatically generated three hyphens in its place as a auto-replacement of the word. Okay. So they got hyphens on their cake? Yes. But this I'd is- have been pissed. But... It's a graduation cake. Exactly. I know, right? The uh, The Washington Post is the people that wrote this article. They had an, one of their people try and order a cake on the public's website and put in the same phrase, and it gave up uh, a message that said, no profane characters allowed. And so Sarah Kosininski, sure. his sister, when she got that message, she basically said, okay, well, she put it in the explanation in the special instructions that, that include a link to a website and everything, defining the word and showing what it like referencing the word and saying it's not I'm not using the cuss word of this. This is this is a real... It's like, has anyone at your yeah. Publix gone to college? This is a real Latin phrase, and this is what we want on the cake, please. Like, I wouldn't know what it was either if I hadn't gone to college or watched any movie that has to do with someone graduating <laughs> from freaking college. So all of that was in the special instructions, but the person at Publix still put dash, dash, dash on this kid's cake. Publix is very, very uh, <laughs> careful with what they do, though. I'm but sure But they make they are. a damn good cordon bleu sandwich. <laughs> We go on the beach. We were talking about the beach. When I go there, I eat at Publix. I eat one of their foot-long sandwiches, cordon bleu, spicy mustard, provolone, a little bit of lettuce. So what I thought was extra funny about this story, though, is so the hyphenated replacement, it kind of made things worse for Jacob at his party because when he had to explain to his elderly family why in the world they hyphenated that word out because it was profanity, he had to then explain to his grandparents and his his great aunt Martha it meant. what it meant and why they had to edit it out. Well, you see there, Aunt Martha... <laughs> 
what they call i wonder what she's because you know all grandmas their response to that is oh in my day we called it this (laughs) so i wonder how she responded to that because she's like they're all like why is that a problem that's so silly Publix did read they offered to redo the cake but they were like well no because we don't need it now the party's over so they refunded their money and gave them a gift card equal to the amount that they had already spent on that cake as a as a sorry man Publix they're careful with that stuff though (laughs) dash 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 but they have an algorithm that just automatically tries to detect hate speech on their cakes instead of yeah. someone actually reading the hate speech on their cakes. Yeah, well, that's what I thought was so stupid. So this is, does this just mean that they don't even read the special instructions? They just like, it's what it says, go. Because it, it says, you know... That's like a very AI thing. Is a robot arm pipetting these cakes? Like <laughs> controlling who gets to print what on there? That would be weird. Yeah, man. If I mean... Publix is being run by robots, y'all. I could imagine a conveyor system cake machine... I think puts, we just uncovered something. Puts maybe, messages on cakes. Maybe that's where the Washington Post should go. <laughs> robots are running Publix. Everybody have you heard? Back on May 14th, the U.S. Supreme Court voted 6-3 to three to overturn a 20-year federal federal law, Hayden, and they legalize betting on sports. The ability, I should say, for states... Federally. Federally. It's legal. Now, New Jersey has been fighting this fight since 2011, and all these different lawsuits... We talked about gambling before, where it's Jersey and Nevada, right? The two states that have it state legal, and the federal government leaves them alone? Yes, as far as... Normal gambling. Yes, normal gambling. And this is a nationwide free-for-all for states to legalize sports betting, sports books, mm-hmm. more more commonly, the outcome of a, of a sports game. So the illegal sports gaming operations right now, and this, this figure is probably well under what it actually is, $150 billion a year is what it's estimated to be around that people wager illegally on sports currently. Wow. In bookies of all shapes and sizes, they're all pissed about this because all of them now, if they do legitimize are going to have to pay Uncle Sam on it instead of keeping it all under the table. If they don't, then they're going to get outperformed by a legitimate one in the state where someone can go get better rates and better return on their bet legally as opposed to worry about someone breaking their arm if they don't pay up. Okay, so they allowed lottery in pretty much every state now, right? Most states have a lottery. Tennessee has a lottery. As far as I know. Okay, so that's legalized gambling. And look what Tennessee did with that. They paid for quite literally every high school graduate to go to two years years of college sure i mean as long as you live up to your end of the deal you get two years of free college because of the lottery so what happens if they make sports betting and that that tax money that comes out of the sports betting what are they going to pay with the that? revenue off of 150 billion dollars i mean think about it you could at, with that money you could put every single kid through not just like two years of local college but like a four-year university for free it's just one of the things that yeah. a lot of people tout that states could if they had the chance to monetize these businesses or trade schools be free or whatever we've talked about the legalization of marijuana in different states and how those states have monetized the tax revenue off of that and what they've been able to do with that money same thing with this sports betting it's one of those things that's kind of looked at through one of two pairs of glasses mm-hmm. i'm good with it i'm totally against it and the nfl is the in, the largest wagered on sport in the united states by far oh yeah so and there are already a few that are um, ready this for this upcoming season 
to get it in the works. I mean, New Jersey, of course, West Virginia, Delaware, and Mississippi. I heard like the day of the Supreme Court decision that the state of Mississippi was going to be voting 30 days from now on whether to legalize it and be able to start businesses opening up sports books. Because they already have Tunica, you know? Oh, yeah. There's already riverboats. They want sports books there. Same thing in Missouri has casinos on the riverboat. You know, they've always wanted to have those sports books in those kinds of casinos. Same thing with uh, ones on um, Indian reservations. They've always wanted to have sports books at their casinos just haven't been able to so they're gonna be able to open that stuff up Man, instantly the amount of money you're gonna be able to bet on a horse you're gonna be able to bet on any basketball game the one that's going on tonight we're recording the night of game seven of the western conference finals warriors and rockets anyway people are gonna be betting on everything you know the preakness and all these horse races that just happened and the kinds of prop bets that you can take or make on sports games how many points someone's gonna score how many points a team's gonna score over or under that and the odds that you can get on things it's so long how do you as feel about sports sports betting before I go any further? It could corrupt sports. Could make people burn their mortgage. Of course, like all gambling already could possibly. I think psychologically, people with gambling problems, it's actually there's something wrong with them. Like they have an issue that causes them to get addicted to gambling. So that's not something that just any normal person could all of a sudden become a obsessive compulsive gambler out of the blue just because there's a new type of gambling so you you would be categorized because i'm in the same camp and i would say it this way that i think that people that are against it aren't going to turn into gamblers they're not just going to turn into betting on sports just because it's legal because all of a sudden sports betting is legal doesn't mean it's the same thing with legalization of marijuana people that didn't smoke pot before aren't just going to start smoking pot because it's legal now it's just the the exact same premise right Mm -hmm. and then people that bet on sports a little bit are still going to bet on sports a little bit. I don't think that they're going to turn into degenerates. But here's the thing. How is this any different than prohibition of alcohol and how that worked out? Like, because how much money did you say under the table gambling is estimated every year? $150 billion. And I would guess that that's half okay. of what it actually so, is. So going off of that, what was the only thing that was going on during prohibition is people just making alcohol, selling it and distributing it anyways. Yeah. What did they call Big them? business. What do they call those those places that you could get uh, a speakeasy? A speakeasy, yeah. yeah. And there's a badass one in downtown Knoxville at the uh, the Oliver Hotel. Huh? It's awesome. Make really good drinks. But anyway, did not know your wealth of knowledge. But yeah, but you understand my point, though. Okay, so it's illegal to gamble on sporting events. People already do it anyways in 150 billion dollar amounts. You know, so just go ahead and accept it regulate it, tax it, control it, instead of allowing underground people ruin other people's lives. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, on that team. That's that's where I'm at with it. That's exactly where I'm you know, at with it. You know, because... I don't want people to be burning their mortgage The government or regulates on... the shit out of the alcohol industry, and that is fine and okay with me. You understand? You know, like, I would, if the government is going to regulate the shit out of the gambling industry to make it to where maybe shit like that can't happen to people, maybe maximum you... amount of losses allowed per a certain amount of time. Right. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just saying. But If that were a thing, Vegas wouldn't be standing, so... But it would it wouldn't be the like house always wins. if you uh, if you went too deep with somebody it would be more of there'd be a collections on you and probably a warrant for your arrest instead of somebody gonna find you and crack your shins. You know Vegas what I mean? they just bury you in the desert so no one <laughs> finds you. But you know what I mean? Like just all of the aspects of it would be different. Well, let me talk about this aspect, the online aspect of it, because this isn't where you even have to do it in person. So mm-hmm. this is where you can't get the credit. You know, like you do with a bookie. Probably regulations against that. You couldn't be in. You know, think about FanDuel and DraftKings. 
specifically the day that it happened i got because i have both apps you know i I like to play the lines but uh i have DraftKings, so they sent me an email and it was a very eloquently worded email that i could tell was already written before the decision came down Mm -hmm. and as soon as it came down they sent it and it talked about how they are currently working to launch a device through their app where you can bet on all sports oh geez right there at my fingertips i'm gonna be able to bet on sports just legally where a lot of people already do it illegally. That's why I say this $150 billion, no way. There's no way that's it. So they already do it online. They already do it in the back alleys of casinos, of uh, liquor stores, of grocery stores, of barber shops, bars. I mean, it's all over the United States, bookies. It's going to be interesting how that happens. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, they all have streaming deals with sports leagues. So you'll see an Amazon partnership on Thursday night football. What if you could open your Amazon Prime app and bet on the uh, the game for that night? And it just comes out of your Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? Well, that's kind of what a lot of the leagues are hoping because that's going to that's gonna be more revenue for the teams. The NBA is way ahead of this. They're the only league that has uh, verbiage in their collective bargaining agreement that mentions league-related income from gambling profits. And if the state can take its chunk out of that and pay for something awesome, like how incredible would that be? Ridiculous amounts of so money. So I'm a fan, but I'm not a degenerate, I promise. Everybody have you heard? So I called this one a wild pack of family dogs because my wife can back me up on this. One of my dreams is to just own like seven... Like some dingoes? No, like seven to ten Dotsons and have just like a little army of Dotsons. Okay. That just can get somebody. That are wild? Not wild, but just I could say... Get them, you know, okay. <laughs> and like about seven to ten of them could just like and, bum rush. And you're talking wiener dogs, yeah, little wiener dogs. Okay, okay. This is like a legit dream of mine. Okay. I, I really want this. It'll probably never happen because I'll probably never get that many wiener dogs. But I've always wished it. So, anyways, in uh, Ardmore, Oklahoma, a pack of vicious wiener dogs mauled an Oklahoma woman to death. Something that's come true from this your is, dreams. I know. That's why this article spoke to me. I was like, oh my god. That was I my, actually had a conversation with someone yesterday about how when dreams happen to you, it's not a prediction of your future. It's a prediction of a future that you will see somewhere in your life. Maybe. Because I was like, oh my God. I literally just had that conversation with someone. This this literally happened. Like My dream pack of wiener dogs is ultimately a possibility of to kill somebody. Holy shit. They weren't really sure what caused the dogs to attack the lady. Um, her name was Tracy Garcia, and she was 52 years old. And she was right outside of her front door before, I guess it was her neighbor's dogs, mauled her to death. One of the dogs had to be shot by the police. From a- because it was charging and trying to bite him. The rest of them were euthanized at the local veterinary clinic. But the pack... They just, like, grab him in a potato sack? I guess so. And they're wiener dogs, man. I know. I feel like How the, vicious can a wiener dog be versus a swift kick? See, that's... That was so, the, I love Kirby to death. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I yeah, like for to the, think, For the record, everyone, I have a wiener dog, and he's the best. And his name but, is... Kerbotronic. Kirby Kerbotronic Johnson. Okay. And... I like to think that just without much effort at all, I could lift him 25 yards. Oh, yeah. When it said on here that one of the dogs charged down the officer and he had to <laughs> discharge his weapon, <laughs> I'm just like, there's no way that that cop couldn't have just like gave it a quick left kick 
to- I would be waiting. Like I would be setting up like an NFL kicker going for a kickoff. Maybe like Ronaldo <laughs> on a dead ball. Speaking of Ronaldinho, the yeah. one with the, the messed up teeth. Those two wives. wives. Yes, I saw that. I know, dude. That's hilarious. That's incredible. But uh, Brazil's crazy. But the pack was uh, three females and four males. They all ranged from one to three years old. But the oldest was a female that was like a, a pure Dotson. Evil bitch. Yeah. And all of the rest of them were her babies. But it was like with a... Um, a Scottish Terrier mix, so it was still another small dog. So I think it said that none of the dogs weighed more than forty pounds. None of them stood taller than knee high, and of all course, of, and all of their legs were described as shorter than an adult's hand. <laughs> How tall is she? I mean, she was a normal sized lady, but no I, taller I feel like, than I feel knee like, high. I feel like how's it even close to knee high? You know, I you mean fe- ankle. It, I feel like it had to just be a uh, just the worst case scenario. What are we really talking about here? Because I mean, a Dotson bite hurts. They they can n- nab you, and if you're an, an elderly lady, you know maybe she wasn't in the best shape at 52, and yeah, okay. and she hit the ground. If she fell down because that hurt when she bit the bitter on the ankle or something, and then maybe just got her in the throat. I don't know. Sure, it didn't describe her death, but they took her down. Um, and so the uh, the owner of the uh, the dogs is. Most likely facing charges. Um, The dogs were also covered in fleas and ticks and basically not taken care of. They said they were clearly had just been living in the woods, like behind her house. Can you imagine Kirby doing that to somebody? Kirby has bitten Deanne. Uh, Kirby's on, never bit me, but on, your other dog, Robin, has. Yeah, twice. Ro- Robin's a son of a bitch. So. Okay? But what's hilarious about Kirby is Kirby loves everyone. If you... Come here, Kirby. He'll come to you and let you pet him. Okay, mm-hmm. but if Deanne does, it's <laughs> like <laughs> he just hates Deanne, like uh, with a passion. If she says his name, he will growl. Hmm. That is a real thing. It's hilarious. But, it is fun. But he has straight up attacked her before because he hates her so much. <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? So, how much do you think Netflix is worth? Oh, man, if I can remember the numbers of last time we talked about this. I don't know. We're going to go with $150 billion. Oh, dude, you're you're close. I like your guessing skills. They're improving over time. So <laughs> two weeks ago, actually, they hit a value that was just north of $142 billion. Wow, I was that close? Yeah, man. They moved. <clears throat> You'll find out how close you are. They oh, let's start gambling. <laughs> it's now making them the second biggest multimedia company passing by Comcast, which owns NBC Universal. You knew that, right? Fuck Comcast. So... 142 Comcast is worth 141 billion and falling. Do you know who number 1 is? Time Warner. No. Um Viacom. Nope. Disney. Oh, duh. And wow. they sit just a little over 150 billion. Well, what your guess was? 150 billion is the biggest multimedia company in the world. Disney. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? They're hoping to grow to 175 billion by 2019 because of the launching of all their streaming services. The ESPN Plus app that's just come out where it's like 24.99 a month. Uh, the Disney Plus app where you get all your Disney shows that they've pulled off Netflix and off of other streaming services to get them exclusively through them. Mm-hmm. Smart. If there's going to be like a $20 Disney app that has like every Disney movie and like every Disney show and everything on it, that's like How much would you pay for it? I don't know. 20 bucks. Yeah. I'd say I'd probably pay twenty bucks. See, if it was fourteen ninety nine, sold. But twenty bucks, I think it could go that high because just because of how many Disney movies we watch all the time, and you know, 
It would just be very nice. Netflix last year, it passed Fox and Time Warner in the rankings. Put them right behind Comcast. They passed Comcast this past year. We did an episode not very long ago about Netflix, their awesomeness, where they came from, how they started. Look at them now. I mean, we talked about House of Cards. I mean, what a fall mm-hmm. House of Cards was. But House of Cards built Netflix to really what it is I today. I think it didn't even phase Netflix. Orange is the New Black. Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. That's a Huge big one. success with them. And then we've talked about Wild Wild Country. Oh, yeah. One thing we haven't talked about, which I really want to get into, Inspector Gadget. Oh, that's coming? Dude, it's on there. Oh, I haven't watched There's it. There's already four seasons up. Wait, what? Yes. Yes. What? Go to Netflix Kids. I watched damn near two seasons of Are you of talking it about like kids. it's like the original one? Like yes, in the style of the original absolutely. one? Absolutely. Go, go, Gadget, Roller Skates. Oh. Uh, we're gonna get down. Dude, we watched like two seasons on vacation. Nice. I was sitting in there laughing the whole time. It was great. <laughs> Doctor Claus in it. It's with his cat. Everything's the same. Oh man. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. It's good. But to put some numbers to their growth in 2017, the return on their investment grew by 64 percent, while returns on investment with both Disney and Fox were down for the same time period. It looks a lot like the. Uh, Walmart versus Amazon fight that we're seeing in the retail world. Mm-hmm. Netflix versus Disney is what's turning into. Uh, I think the last time we reported on Netflix's spending and specifics of that, it was north of $8 billion this year alone that they were going to spend on original content, which is over $3 billion more than any other service is going to even attempt to spend on original content for their primary series, like even Disney on their Pixar stuff or on whatever. Dude. Let's just put that in perspective real quick. The Disney arsenal of programming is so ridiculous right now. Like, the Marvel movie universe makes them like a billion dollars every movie. The Star Wars universe, they're going to be grinding those things out every six months to a year. that are going to make them a billion dollars every time. Like, on top of all the other just normal Disney movies and Pixar movies that they put out and all these ones they have planned, the fact that they have the Marvel Universe, dude, they've made like 17 of those movies now. Mm-hmm. They're literally on 17 with like seven to planned. And the same with Star Wars. Like, they've made their five now and they've got like, you know, they've probably got 10 in the works. Nothing on Netflix can compare, is what I'm trying to say, to having the Marvel Universe and Star Wars Universe at your disposal. For you. Dude, nerd culture is, is, primary, is main culture right now so we should throw it out to twitter then netflix or disney if you had to choose one or the other for the rest of your like life choose choose one oh, or I the have, other it have to be disney just because i can't for me i think you can, just made your case for it yeah. before i could even how ask the question I say i'm never gonna watch a new star wars movie that comes out ever again that's a no because you wanted to see everything netflix had would be the only answer no I'm just saying, just that content. Granted, alone you're going to have so ES, but you'd have ESPN, yeah, and all of that. So it would be all the Disney properties. So, is it break time now? Let's I take th- a break. I think, I think we need to pay some bills. Pay the bills. Hey, how's it going, Big Red Van listeners? Uh, my name is Reese Kitts. I'm Garrett Faust. And uh, we're, we're a part of a little podcast called Decent at Best. And what Decent at Best is, is we're a podcast where we ask you guys to send us in questions at our at our email called uh, decentatbestshow at gmail.com. And whatever question you want to ask, you send it in to us, and we'll answer it live on air. And we will answer them with answers that aren't great. We don't promise they'll be good. They probably won't be bad. They'll probably be around Decent at Best. Decent at Best pretty much sums up our show. 
We don't Google anything. Everything is all off the top. Off the, off the top of our head. So everything we answer is going to be completely first first impression, word association. So tune in to, the, to our episodes, and we appreciate it. See you guys there. Thank you. Everybody, have you heard? So a woman is facing assault charges after her irate confrontation at the Langley Tim Hortons Monday ended with uh, her feces being thrown at the staff. Didn't see that coming. Um, So on Wednesday, the surveillance camera in the Tim Hortons showed this crazy woman harassing. So Tim Hortons is a restaurant, right? Yes, like a fast food looking kind of place. I don't know. I mean, I've never eaten there. Me neither. Eaten there. I was kind of hoping we could throw some Tim Hortons knowledge back and forth. I don't know shit about Tim They have to have a special, you know, what their their thing is. I I have no idea what that is. So the video goes as such. She... This video of her tossing shit? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah, buddy. It's graphic. That's perfect. (laughs) The video starts with her, like, pointing her finger at the the person behind the counter, and then she reaches out to the napkin dispenser and grabs a fistful of napkins, just drops her pants. Oh, wow. Leans back on the wall next to her and then just fires one out. (laughs) Nice. And then... Fires one out. Gives it a couple swift wipes with those napkins and then reaches down and then just picks that turd up and hurls it full, like, baseball throw into the kitchen at the workers. What was their offense? Let's see if it's bad enough. Apparently, she was a regular troublemaker at the restaurant. Like, your typical bad customer. Then that escalated quickly. Yeah, so apparently, like, prior to this, she had just basically barged in the front door and headed straight to the restroom. And the manager of the restaurant stopped her because she knows her and said, the restroom is for customers only, ma'am. You ain't coming in here and yeah. shitting all over the floor again. Exactly. Because apparently she was not a very tidy in the restroom and was rarely a customer on her bathroom visits. I'm sure she was just in there using their shit. Exactly. The company says that they're working with the franchise owner you know, about this matter in the future, but still... It's not they, a Tim they, Hortons policy uh, to lock their restrooms. They do... In some places, they do allow it as for company policy, they said, though. So okay. whenever it pertains to customer safety, maybe they've got crazy people that are leaving needles in bathrooms and stuff. Like, and they're like, "No, no, no, customers only get out." Of course, you know what I mean. Like, maybe that's a problem in some places. I'm sure it is. I would definitely enforce that rule if I was finding needles from druggies in if my bathroom. I, in my Tim Hortons, I will have that rule. <laughs> yeah, but basically, like, she did not like the idea that they were going to object to her going into the restroom well of course not i'll just shit here on the wall and she did right there in front of and what's i think it's funny that you said she propped against the wall yeah like you know like a wall why not just air shit yeah of course i know what a wall that's exactly what position she got into and she said she squared her knees up and leaned right up against the wall and straight to the ground Mm. and she wiped she took the time to wipe? Like a half-assed. <laughs> Man. Literally half-assed. The fact that she even took the time to wipe shows she's crazy. Yeah, and then I'm I'm pretty sure she throws the wiped napkin, the, the ass-wiped napkins into the kitchen, and then reaches down and picks up the turd and hurls it. If I were her, I would have used the napkin to hold the turd well, if course, I was going to throw it. It's your, it's your turd, though. I know, but that doesn't make it any better. It does. It just shows how no, crazy. No, 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 no. I think the crazy part is that she wiped. I'm, I, I'm on record as stating that the craziest part of all of this is that she took the time to wipe her ass. I, I like to look at the subtle things. And so what I loved about the video is there's a restaurant full of people. 
in the background, like sitting there eating in their in their booths. And you can just see all these people having their merry day and not even realizing because there's like a wall. You know, you could imagine uh, the front of a restaurant and they have a barrier between the booths and the front counter. Sure. Okay. Of course. Lots of restaurants are set up this way. Absolutely. So the security cameras look down. Condiments and napkins. You can see both sides of the wall from the security camera footage. On the shit side, all hell's breaking loose on the front counter and lady. And on the other side, everybody's just having a merry day. (laughs) They don't know what's going on on the (laughs) other side of that wall. There's some lady over here taking a shit in the floor. (laughs) Like... I can only imagine being in this place at this time. And no, you can tell nobody knows what's going on on the other side of the restaurant. <laughs> Not a soul is even looking worried about anything because they don't know what in the hell's oh, going on. Shit. Everybody, have you heard? You know, the world made more billionaires last year than ever before. Shocking. According to the fifth edition of the Wealth X Billionaire Census. And yeah, that's a thing. It's not Forbes. There were 500, 300... Apparently, apparently Forbes doesn't do their homework these days. 357 new members to what they're calling the Trey Comma Club. Oh, the Three Comma Club. Oh, okay. Three commas. Trey Comma Club. Yeah. yeah. I imagine the names that those billionaires call each other when one only is worth $2 billion and one's worth $5 billion. How much shit the five billionaire talks. He's a twofer. <laughs> Jeez. But it states in this census that the uber rich are getting uber rich. And the combined assets of, of all billionaires grew by 24%. This year? All billionaires are worth close to $9.2 trillion. Wow. That number. Wow. That's half of the entire U.S. economy. Yes, half and, of it. Or that, that could run the U.S. for six months, <laughs> is a better way to put that. But China was the largest contributor, where wealth of billionaires rose by 36%, which was way above what the United States average was, which was around 10%. But the U.S. calls home to the most billionaires at 680 people that are you know American citizens that are billionaires. Only 10 people can claim status of $50 billion or more net worth, while around 13 hundred people are worth between one and two billion okay but a few notables here we go you ready for number one you know this right bezos sitting as the world's richest person with a whopping number one net worth of 133 billion dollars dude do you remember not long ago when it was a big deal for him to be the first person to hit the hundred mark mm-hmm. that that was on we talked about it on this podcast we've yep. only been doing this shortly over a year yep so for his net worth to grow by 33 percent just in that amount of time this is just what do you do <laughs> what do you do I, where are the Waltons on this because they're a little ways down I know they're a little ways down but number, number two's Buffett right uh, yeah 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 right now we all know who number one is it's Putin you know? <laughs> I, he's worth 500 600 700 billion dollars from estimates that my sources say anyway I mean yours I don't know how much he's worth you don't have I'm any sources sure it's on, outrageous you don't have any sources on Putin's finances like I do I got a guy you got a guy I got a guy <laughs> I know a guy the first billionaire from cryptocurrency uh, Ripple co-founder Chris Larson so and you know how the crypto game goes they can go from billionaire to broke in two days mm-hmm. talked about that before but this guy launched to north of 60 billion dollars for a short period of time guess where he's at now Who's at 60 once? Uh, he's at two now. 4.6. Wow. I'm Just, getting good at guessing. Yeah, you are, man. That was very close. Then the world's richest woman is a title that belongs to Francoise Betancourt Myers. 
and she is owner of one third of the giant cosmetic brand L'Oreal. I'm sure you've heard of Mm L'Oreal before. So the article I read mentioned that if you've got three names, then you know you're from old money. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, fun fact, female billionaires increased by 18%, which outpaced the growth of male super rich for the first time in history. Because a few of them just went to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Few of the dudes. Few of the dudes just went to jail. Everybody, have you heard? So there's a new Kansas law. Here we go. That makes it a crime for police to have sex with people that they pull over for traffic violations. Is is that wrong? The new law bans any sexual relations during the course of a traffic stop, a custodial interrogation, an interview in connection with an investigation, or while the law enforcement officer has such person detained. Now, you may be asking yourself... So, no handies from a... Handcuffed person? Wasn't that illegal already? I I mean, I guess. And no, it actually wasn't. But Kansas was one of 33 states where consensual sex between police and people in their custody was not a crime. That came as a surprise to members of the House Judiciary Committee who got a new law passed that was bundled in with several other law enforcement measures. But Governor Jeff Coyler signed it into law on Thursday. Representative Cindy Holscher, she's the one that introduced the bill, and she said that it spun off of the case that she had learned about this guy named Lamonte McIntyre in Kansas City. He got released after spending 23 years in prison for a double murder that he did not commit, but was put in jail due to the false testimony that this police officer had got some people to give because of blackmail over having sex with him. Okay. It was messed up. And that wasn't against the law, so therefore it wasn't admissible in court? Right. Got it. So now they're like, you know what, why don't we go ahead and just figure this one out? and make that illegal. Why don't we just say there's no no blowies from witnesses? There was also another case that she was, that made her really want to make sure this got passed, where a teenager claimed that she had been raped by two police officers in the back of their van, but no charges were filed because the officers claimed that the sex was consensual and therefore illegal. Therefore, no matter what, can't happen. So if there is activity of that and they can prove it's the police officer, Oh, and of course, where there's loopholes, there's going to be people that try to push that letter of the law. So Kansas law previously said... And it's even worse when it is the law that's doing it. Oh, yeah. But there shouldn't be any sexual relations between police and a person in jail. No, I think anyone that's not insane would agree with that. But this helps the person who was detained in their neighborhood or stopped for a ticket from any type of crazy thing like that happening to them. But lawmakers on both sides of the aisle embraced the change, saying it was long overdue and should have been done, you know. Dude, I'm seriously thinking about this, okay? How many times has someone in in the state of Kansas... I grew up there, never heard of this, okay? Um, But I'm sure it's it's obviously been around. Mm -hmm. And what if somebody gets pulled over Pretty girl gets pulled over, right? And she's going 80 and a 50. And it's an expensive ticket. And this is offered to her. Mm Mm-hmm that it's consensual and that it's not against the law. But if you do this, no ticket. And I wonder how many times that's happened. Ooh. Think about it. Think about it. So what was what was ridiculous was when it came to the house in at the state to for a vote, almost everyone in the room was like this isn't already a law. See, that's the thing like, they don't do, you know. It's obviously written. It's already there. Yeah. Like they almost everyone in the room how was do they shocked. Not, how that do that they not know on, that? How's yeah. that not on a test somewhere? Exactly, you know, before right? you get to be in your position but anyway so of course getting away with doing this kind of thing is becoming more and more difficult for a like a dirty cop to do that because like body cameras and stuff like that when you pull people over like there's a lot of things that uh, are already preventing 
awful things like that happening to people. For sure. But of course, this is going to solidify that aspect. But of course, most importantly, most officers are the utmost people of society. Of course, that's kind of um, what I mean. But um, but there's always one, is what the uh, police commissioner of Wichita said. Yeah, and that's the thing, is back in the day, you take it all the way back to westerns and tombstone times, the sheriff was dirty in some cities. So, like, all the way up to the very top was dirty. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's, there's history in law enforcement being dirty all the way back to the history of American law enforcement. Oh, yeah. So, it's just the way that it is. But by no means are all of them that way. Are you kidding? And that's all it takes is one <laughs> yep. to give it a bad name or to give it some, some bullshit problems to deal with. You know, like a Billy the Kid. Yep. <laughs> that was cool. I, I enjoyed that. I'm done, though. No no more for me. I got no nothing. Mas. That's it. That's it for you? That's it. So, uh, you ready to throw him a van top? Let's do it. Yeah, let's bring him a 46 van top. Coming up on the next one. Thank you for joining us. We're going to catch you on the next one. <laughs>